The Circle, a novel by Ed Adams. Penny for the guy. Jake saw whether he could piece together anything from what he had been told. He started by checking out the names they had given him. He found the same contact in Columbus University. Also, some papers by him related to electronic surveillance systems. He tried typing in Esther, but found nothing related to the project. Then he tried the leading Los Cabos site and soon found quite a range of topics related to shooting things at one another. But the emphasis seemed to be more around nuclear research and around guidance systems. Jake tried a more comprehensive search and found some other sites which described similar technologies to the ones that Claire had mentioned. But it was also clear that newer space-age technologies had superseded most of these systems with laser beams and photon guns. Jake thought it was all getting a bit Star Trek. He went out for a walk around the streets of London. It was a shopping expedition for some milk and coffee, but he decided it would also be a way to clear his mind. It was early November. The trees had turned golden, and there was a covering of further leaves on the ground. He also noticed curious obstacles where the council had already begun sweeping the leaves away into bulbous plastic bags. Jake approached the garden area in the center of Hoxton and noticed some kids with a guy fox on a small trolley. He thought for a moment. This wasn't a common sight anymore. Maybe the thought of a terrorist set to blow up Parliament had become a little too realistic. Penny for the guy had very much disappeared from the streets. Then he noticed the kids behind the brightly colored papier-mâché masks were older than he had first thought. Students with some kind of enactment of the childhood scene. He walked closer and could see they were advertising a show at a nearby theater. They had cleared part of the path and had that old trick where they had put a couple of pound coins on the ground and were watching passers-by attempting to pick them up. As someone spotted the coin, they would pull it with a nylon fishing line and it would jump towards the guy. Jake stood at a distance and watched them doing this. They were being remarkably successful and about every two or three minutes someone else was being caught. A girl from the group spotted that he was watching and walked over with a leaflet about the show. It's simple, she said, very low budget marketing to the right audience for the show. We use something small to attract attention. Everyone we catch takes the leaflet. It sure gets attention. Jake smiled and took the leaflet. He continued around the square. What he had just heard had given him an idea about what was happening in New Mexico. He stopped at a small shop to pick up some groceries and then headed back to the office. Claire's phone rang. It was early evening. The number showed as Jake's mobile. Hi Jake, she said. Hi Claire, I've been thinking about your situation with Chuck. Suppose that technology isn't used anymore because of all this new stuff. Suppose the military has decided it's a dead end. That doesn't mean it isn't something that somebody else could use. I think sometimes a simpler technology could still be very useful. What do you mean? asked Claire. There are still many people who couldn't use fancy laser guns but would find a simple technology that could deliver something to a target very interesting. What like terrorists? asked Claire. Exactly said Jake, or any hired guns that need to create disruption without the expense of a full army. What's the word, asymmetric warfare? But I thought the homing devices that Chuck described didn't work, said Claire. I agree, said Jake, but we shouldn't forget that this was designed several years ago. 
there's been enough progress with most technologies to mean that this could work now. We should ask Bigsy, said Claire, I'm sure you are right, Jake, and I am confident that Bigsy will know what is possible regarding the way such a transponder could be designed now. He almost implied that the technology could be scaled down to the size of a credit card, he said an oyster card, with an extra battery added to it. Jake said yes, and that's one thing I can't figure in all of this. If someone like Bixi can figure out how to build the transponder, even at a general level, then what is it about this that means it is so sensitive? I think I need to take your news to Chuck, said Claire. But first, did you find out anything more specific about the Project Esther and those two people? I rang the hotel. They knew about both of the guests, although they said that Barbara Somerville had cancelled. They said they were sorry for the loss. Someone has died, but they were not saying who. For Capaldi, they seemed to think he was booked in but uncontactable. I must try again. I'll keep looking. Let's sign off now and pick up when one of us has more news. And, hey, Claire. You take care now and take care of the others. Mm-hmm.